let us take a seat. Prepare for our meditation. And right here, right now, let's just take a breath. And another. We breathe out faith. We breathe in frustration. We breathe out harmony. We take in a breath that we don't like and we breathe out something that's in us that goes out into the world and touch others. And as we're touching others, we're touching ourselves. Because I am you, you are me. We are each other. And as we take our places to our morning meditation, we pick a place that's peaceful, calm, harmony. There's harmony, there's joy, there's happiness, there's love. The sound of water always gives us a feeling of cleanliness, of cleaning, of letting go. So as we sit in the midst of the ocean, with the fountain, Just allow that sound of the water, cool, clear, clean water from the waterfalls. Picture a waterfall. Listen. And as the water does what it's been ordained to do, and that's continue to flow. We allow those sounds to flow within our minds, cleaning out all negativity, all doubt, all worry, all fear. And as we sit and listen to spirit and the flow of the water, flow of the fountain, flow of the ocean, the waves. There's nothing else to think about. We just allow it to be. Flowing in, flowing out. 
even the rain, allowing it to be. And we just marvel in the vastness, serenity, the divineness of water. Without water, there's no life for us, for the flowers, the trees, birds, bees. We all have to have to survive. So allow the water to penetrate your mind as you commune with spirit.
peace, joy, love, happiness. We're calm. We're patient. We're ready. Today we know that all is well. I'm thankful and I let it be. And let us all say, and so it is. Good morning, everyone. I am Reverend Joan Jacox, and I am your facilitator for today. Today is such a wonderful day. Wow, this is the first Sunday of the month of November, and we have 50 days before Christmas. Wow, we, wow. Time is moving so fast, and I hope everybody realized, I know you, if you're on, you realize it was daylight saving time, so I hope uh, other people will realize that. Bring up fall back, and we fell back today. We got one extra hour of sleep or wake or whatever you wanted to do with it. So I will start with asking everyone to follow us by singing with Hezekiah Walker, Every Praise. This is our...
by Hezekiah Walker. And now we will have the announcement read by Yolanda Holiday. Yolanda? Good morning. Our mission and purpose. The Art of Living Church provides a spiritual environment where everyone can develop spiritually for personal and worldwide improvement. We believe life itself is an art form. Our purpose is to evolve and reveal the art of living through the universal principle of love. We are the Art of Living Church family. We encourage you to invite your family and friends to call in and participate with us. We welcome you. Also, if anyone is present or has a family member who would like a practitioner session or prayer, feel free to let coordinator assistant Beth Franklin know after today's service. We are here for you. Please make contributions with your tithes and offerings to the Art of Living Church where you get your spiritual edification. Made payable by check or direct deposit to AOL Church or mail to Art of Living Religious Science Ministries to P.O. Box 4474, Inglewood, California, 90309. Affirmation for today, seeing both sides as one. Life can appear to be filled with paradoxes. What we must remember is that it all comes from the one. See beyond appearances to the source of life itself. Affirm this truth and feel these words as I read them. I see through the eye of the divine. I am grateful for my sacred vision. Knowing God is all there is, and so it is. This is from the Science of Mind magazine, practitioner Eugene Holden. And this is Yolanda Holiday with today's announcements. Enjoy your Sunday and the rest of the week. Blessings and namaste. Thank you, Yolanda. Thank you. That was just beautiful. And now I'll ask all the listeners to mute your phones so that we can proceed. Press star six and that will mute your phones. Thank you very much. And now we will have Practitioner Kenneth Morris for the opening prayer and reading. Good morning, Art of Living. Good morning. morning. Uh, This morning we're going to be reading from the 365 Science of Mind. And I will be reading from uh, September the 7th. I receive divine strength into my being. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. That's Psalms 121.1. We tend to become like that which we identify ourselves. It is only as we let go of the lesser that we can take care, take hold of the greater. Only as we drop confusion that we can entertain peace. If we would transcend doubt and fear, we must lift up our thought unto the spiritual hills of the inner life. 
It is said that Jesus went up to the mount to deliver the most famous sermon ever given to the world. We too must go up to the mount if we would rise above the little things that bother us. We must identify ourselves with the greatness of the Spirit if we would breathe in its mighty power. Too long we have identified ourselves with that which is small, insecure, and uncertain. Now we must permit our consciousness through faith to rise to a greater and deeper realization of the divine presence forever delivering its nature to us. We must keep a watch in the tower of our minds. Consciously, we must identify the self with its source. Today, I guard my thought and speech. I keep my consciousness steadfast with the realization that there is a spiritual power and strength upon which all men may call. If confusion enters, I shall repudiate it. I turn resolutely to that divine source that knows no confusion, to that spiritual center within me that knows no fear. And so it is. And now we will prepare ourselves for this morning's prayer treatment. I want you to get yourself in a comfortable position Clear your mind of all things that might have been bothering you during the week. And let's just go resolutely to our true source of strength and power. Let's take a nice heal, deep healing breath by breathing in and holding it and then breathe out. Let's do it again. Breathe in. Hold it. And breathe out. And one last clear cleansing breath. Breathe in. Hold it. And let go all your worries and fears. Breathe out. Now sit back and let's go to God. Almighty God, the living spirit and creator of all, the God of life, God of love. Bless this service today and all who have called in to be a part of it. We now stand before the light of God and all our earthly faculties are brought into perfect alignment as we now commune personally with the infinite intelligence that is God, in whom we live, move, and have our being right here and right now. Bless all who are assembled here and the entire congregation of AOL. Touch all who are experiencing health challenges, if they're in a hospital, in a treatment facility, or at home. Touch their bodies right now with the healing and the faith to know that a healing is possible. Bless every home represented here with love and peacefulness. Touch those who are experiencing grief today and give them the comfort they need to make it through another day with more peace and order. I ask and affirm that you bless our wonderful speaker, Reverend Dorothy Watts, with the confidence and ease required to deliver the excellent message she has prepared for us today. Guide her words and her heart to present this message. 
So in deep humility, assurance, and gratitude, I now give thanks. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for all of our blessings, even those we sometimes take for granted. I now release this prayer to the universe for demonstration, knowing it will return completely manifested in full, in full. I let it be so, and together let us all say, and so it is. Thank you. Thank you so much for your, for your prayer. It was so inspiring and uplifting, and thank you for the cleansing breath, and I, hard for me to come back. Oh, I'm still breathing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Our theme for the month of November is gratitude. Our scripture for today is enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Psalm 104 and 5. And this is the day that the Lord have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Psalms 118.24. Today's topic is living with an attitude of gratitude. Where do you stand? Our speaker for today is Senior Pastor Reverend Dorothy Watts. But before that, we will have a music selection by Tariq. I go to the rock, Whitney Houston. When there's no one else to turn to, who do I talk to? When nobody wants to listen, who do I lean on? When there's no foundation stable, I go to the rock. I do go. Thank you. 
I go to the rock by Whitney Houston, C.C. Winans, and Karen Clark. Thank you, Tariq. And now I have another part speaker for today. Senior Pastor Reverend Dorothy Watts. We know and we all love her, and she is the glue of AOL Ministries. So let's give her a hand. Reverend Watts. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and a God's morning to everyone. I am Reverend Dorothy Watts, and I say yes. yes, every praise does belong to God, God Almighty. I thank God for waking us up this morning, blessing us, giving us the breath of life, allowing us to be here today. Yes, 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 I say yes all day, allowing us to come into this moment, to stand on that rock, knowing that that spirit is always manifesting itself, moving in and through us, for us, as us. It is a joy to be here today. Thank you, Reverend Joan Jaycox, for being such a wonderful facilitator, for being here this morning and blessing us. I want to also thank practitioner Kenneth Morris for our beautiful opening reading and our prayer. And while I'm giving out thanks, I want to thank Tariq Sahali for his wonderful technology for being our master technologist, and Miss Yolanda Holiday for our announcements. I want to thank all of you for giving your love, your light, and your uplifting energy for this wonderful service this morning. Thank you, one and all. But before I go any further, I want to pause for a moment of silence to bless one of our members, Miss Audrey, Phil Audrey Phillips and the family. I want to bless her. Let us pause for a moment of silence. Her mother made her transition last week. Let us bless the ongoingness of her mother as her mother makes her transition on to the next on to the next step and phase of life. We bless the ongoingness of her soul. We bless her and give thanks for the lessons she taught, for the expressions that she gave, for the goodness. She was here 105 years. We thank God for all the love she shared. We see her moving on to the great beyond and above. We bless her and release her to the next level of life. We bless Audrey and the family, knowing that to be absent from the body is to be with the Lord. God bless them all. We send you love and light. We are your family. We're here for you, and I'm keeping them in my prayers. God bless. Our theme for this month is gratitude. My topic is living with an attitude of gratitude. Where do you stand in your mental house of thoughts? Where do you stand? Ask yourself that question. Where do you stand? You know, how do you see yourself? How do you see yourself? Are you positive? Are you negative? How are you standing? How are you feeling today? Did you know that being grateful is one of the keys to a happier life? Did you know that when one door of happiness closes, another door opens, but so often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one that is open right there in front of us. That's something by Helen Keller. Being thankful and grateful are essential in practicing the principles of our teaching 
in the science of mind, practicing gratitude allows you to be open and receptive to the greater power within you. I have joy in my heart today because joy opens the door to grateful living. You ever seen somebody mean and being joyful at the same time? It won't work. It does not happen. A joyful heart opens the door to grateful living. Joy and grateful and thankful is where you want to be, standing in positive energy. Reverend Dorothy, what does that mean? So think about it. Think about it. You have a chance to stand in positive energy, which is uplifting and allows you to move forward in life. So how are you feeling today? Great. Sound beautiful. Let's get some energy going. And so I say to you, do you know that every day is a gift from God? Say that to yourself. Every day is a gift from God. Each and every day that you wake up is a gift from God. Let's know that. Did you know that what, did you know what today is? This is the day the Lord have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Absolutely. This is the day the Lord have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. That's one of my favorite scriptures because it opens the door to a joyful day filled with gratitude. Your hearts ought to be bursting with gratitude because that's something that woke you up this morning is allowing you to be, to move forward and evolve in this day. So I say namaste to all of you. The God in me salutes the God in you. My reference for this month is the 365 Science of Mind. A Year of Daily Wisdom by Ernest Holmes. Science of Mind texts and the Bible, just to name a few. In the 365 Days of Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes and Wallace D. Waddles, gratitude. I'm going to go through that as well. Do you know what this month symbolizes? It's the month of gratitude. So how do you define gratitude? Well, according to what they have in the book, it says that it is appreciation or thanks. But what does Ernest Holmes say? That's what you want to get to. That's your teaching, right? Ernest says that an attitude of gratitude is salutatory. That's favorable. And bespeaks the realization that we are now in heaven. In this moment, you're in heaven. That's what he said. We are now in heaven. Number two. This is from your text, Science of Mind. Ernest said, there is something in this attitude of thanksgiving that carries us beyond a field of doubt into a field of perfect faith and acceptance and receptivity and realization. There is something in this attitude of thanksgiving. So you want to always be in what? An attitude of thanksgiving because it's going to raise your consciousness. It's going to lift you up. Meister Eckhart says, if the only prayer you ever say is thank you, that would suffice. Okay. This is the season of Thanksgiving. I want you to ask yourself right now, what are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? Some of you aren't grateful for anything. Some people feel like they hung the moon, they hung the stars. You did it all by yourself, right? But what are you grateful for? Are you grateful for this thing called life and the quality of it? Are you grateful for God waking you up this morning, giving you the breath of life, allowing you to be? Are you grateful for where you are right now? Or did you do it all by yourself? Ask yourself the question, 
What are you grateful for? And are you putting out that attitude of gratitude? Are you sharing that joy? Did you wake up this morning with a smile on your face or were you waking up grumpy? I gotta go listen to this. I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Be grateful that you have an opportunity to wake up this morning breathing and being be afforded the opportunity to do the things that you want to do today. Be grateful that God smiled on you, blessed your life, blessed your family, allowed you to do the things that you're able to do, that your body is functioning. You're just, you just have so much to be thankful for. Stand in the light of gratitude. Don't let the negative force, don't let that negative energy the naysayers turn you around. Keep your mind elevated. Say this silently to yourself. I am one with the universal presence of all that there is. I am one with the universal presence of all of us. God gives us freedom of choice. This allows you to be the writer, the producer, and the director of your life. The things that you're experiencing in your life today are merely what? Your thoughts of yesterday that you entertained. Nobody does anything to you. If you're thinking that, you're in the wrong spot. Everything we do, we create for ourselves. Now, the scriptures that I'll share with you are Psalms 136 and 1. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. That I know is true. Psalms 107 and 1, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever. And I love Psalms 118 and 24. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. These are thoughts to be, to center your mind on, to lift you up, to be thankful and stand in gratitude. Thank you, God. Our theme this month is gratitude. The topic is living with an attitude of gratitude. Where do you stand? Did you know that being grateful is the key to a happier life? An attitude of gratitude opens the door to power. It is important to be thankful in life for all that you have, since that will eventually help you to grow up and gain the power that will work in your years to come. Gratitude is essential, and too often people lack this quality. Too often, People don't have it. You hang with them and they're the naysayers and they'll drag you down with them if you don't step aside and get out of the way. You have to know. You have to know that in order to stay on that high level that you want to be on, you have to have what? An attitude of gratitude. Be open and receptive to the opportunities that come your way. Deepak Chopra says, gratitude opens the door to power, to wisdom, the creativity of the universe. You open the door through gratitude. Negativity will not open any door for you. Being a naysayer will not help you. Standing in a crowd of gossipers, naysayers, and people that are not going anywhere is all you're doing if you're with people that are what? Putting out negative energy. You won't get anywhere. They're not going anywhere, and you're not going anywhere with them. You have to lift yourself up knowing that there is a positive vessel, a positive light force moving within you. You want better for yourself? Step away from the naysayers. See yourself having the abundant opportunities that you desire in your life. Know that God is your source and move forward. All there is, 
all there is. Truth stated in its simplest form, in its simply matter, affirms that God is all there is. God never changes. God is in me. God is in you. God is that which I am, and God is that which you are as well. God is the source of our supply. By all in all, I want to give you a, a prayer that I, it's, it's, it's a little joke. I'm a little new at this, so just bear along with me. I want to share something with you. And it's called a, um, it's a, a Thanksgiving prayer. In church last Sunday, I heard a sweet old lady, an elderly lady in a nearby pew saying a prayer. She was so innocent and sincere that I just had to share this with you. Dear Lord, last year has been very tough. You have taken away my favorite actors, Sean Connery, Kirk Douglas, Dana Riggs, your fav my favorite television host, Alice Trebek, Carl Reiner, your shows, my favorite singer of the 50s, Little Richard, and even Charlie Daniels and Kenny Rogers, my two favorite country, country western singers. And from sports, you took Gail Sayers. My favorite basketball player was Kobe Bryant. You took all my favorites. And so, God, I want to add a few favorite politicians to my list. I just wanted you to know that I like Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham, Jim Jordan, Matt Gates. Mart and Marjorie Taylor Green, please add them to the list. Thank you, God. Amen. <laughs> I just thought I'd share that with you. <laughs> Give him prayer. Good one, <laughs> yeah. She wanted it all, okay? Okay. God is in the universe. God is the universe. God is all there is. True story. Miss Pinky Cole lost her job. She got so upset. She had never been fired before. Her ego was bruised. Miss Pinky Cole then took that surprising blow. It came to her ego. Boy, it was hurting her so bad she didn't know what to do. She said she was fired. She had been trying to get her side hustle on. She had this uh, this truck going on, this side truck. It was a, a, what do you call these trucks that go around? They deliver food. They, uh, for lack of a better word, they're uh, these food trucks that you see she had a food truck and she was out there trying to get her name out and she had told a few people about it and it didn't work well. It got back to the executives that she was moonlighting and somehow or another they got upset with her and she got fired. She lost her job. Boy, she lost her job. Was she upset? Boy, boy, boy. So here's what happened. So on the day that she got fired, she decided to go to a, a spot. <laughs> And she went to this spa and she told the people that normally work with her on the food truck, let's go to the spa. Let's get something going on here. I got to relax our mind. We can't go on like this. So she goes to the spa the day after she, the day she was really fired, I guess. And as she was getting to the spa, really getting her groove on, having fun and enjoying herself, she got a call from her friend. And her friend said, I got some hungry people here and I need you to come and help me. So, so she was so tired. She said, she went anyway. She said, okay, I'll come. And she went out there and all the guests got there and people enjoyed the food. And she was so tired, she didn't even look up. She was in the kitchen working. And all of a sudden, the people that were out there that she had prepared the food for wanted to know who the cook was. The food was so delicious. And so the guests bought her, I mean, the, the, the host bought her out so she could meet the guests. 
And guess who the guests were? Snoop Dogg and a bunch of other people. Snoop Dogg, Lil Wayne, a bunch of others were there, and she took pictures with them. And the rest is history. The photo went viral. It went on social media. Her business grew, and she became the slutty vegan. The slutty vegan. Can you imagine getting fired? She said that was the best thing that could have happened to her because it made her business go out there. Cole, the 35-year-old woman, is Pinky Cole, became the CEO of the Slutty Vegan. Slutty Vegan now is worth $100 million. She has 11 locations in Georgia, New York, Texas, boasting her burgers, her hot dogs, and fries. And many people love and talk about her. Can you see how this, how it went one way, but it turned itself all around? Look at what she experienced. You can't judge by appearances. Look how her life changed. She could have said, look, man, I'm tired. You don't know what kind of day I've had. I've been on this job. They fired me today. I don't think I can take it. But that's not, that wasn't her attitude. She was open and receptive. And God sent her a blessing. Look at the blessing she got. She got a chance to cook for some people that she couldn't have possibly known were in there eating her food. And look at what her reward is. Having an attitude of gratitude. God bless, God bless. And so I wanna talk about gratitude is where we all want to be. Gratitude is where we all want to be. When you think about gratitude, I said I was gonna talk about Wallace D. Waddles. And in his book, it's, it's really deep. Um, he was the man to me that had the secret before the lady wrote the, uh, has the movie out about the secret. And it was really beautiful. The first step he says towards getting rich is to convey the idea to the formula. So you've got to speak to a power greater than you. And I'm gonna quote him directly and then I'm gonna go in and out and interpret my, my statements on this. He's saying that you must have a relationship with a receptive, we have a relationship and be open and receptive to the divine within. Okay, this is true. And you will see that in order to do so, it will become necessary to relate yourself to the formless intelligence in harmonious ways. He's saying that knowing that God is all there is, there's one love, one life, one truth, one divine expression. When you open yourself up to that, that power will work and flow through you. To secure this harmonious relationship is a matter to such primary vital importance. You must know that God is your source. I've already said, be open and receptive to that intelligence, which if you follow it, if you follow those steps, will be certain to bring you into that perfect alignment with the one power and the one light, which is God Almighty. The whole process of a mental adjustment and atonement can be summed up with one word, gratitude, the gift from God. They cut wires, they cut all connection. You walk right into that by acknowledging your source, going straight in to the source. That's what he's saying. It is easy to understand that the nearer we live to the source of our wealth, the more wealth you shall receive. He's talking about wealth. It could be wealth. It could be health. You can put anything you want. But the closer you come to the source of acknowledging God and asking for God's favor and blessing in it, you will move into that area. And that force and power within you will direct you. And that's what his book is saying. Always stand in gratitude. The closer we are in touch with God, the closer we will stand and get the things that we were asking for. They will come to you in ways that you do not expect. The more gratefully we fix our mind on the Supreme, when good things come to us, the more things you'll receive, the more rapidly they will come. 
The reason simply is the mental attitude of gratitude draws the mind closer in touch with the source of the blessing that you desire. If it is a new thought to you that gratitude brings the whole mind closer to harmony, the creative energies of the universe, consider it well and you will see it come true. Now, the good things that you already have have already come to you because you have followed certain laws. Gratitude will lead your mind along the way to having more and greater things that you desire. Many people who order their lives rightly and in all other ways are kept in poverty because they lack gratitude. They don't give thanks to their resource. Having received one gift from God, they cut the wires which connect them with him by failing to acknowledge, by failing to make acknowledgments. It is easy to understand that the nearer we live to the source of our wealth, the more wealth we shall receive. And it is easy also to understand that the soul that is always grateful lives in closer touch with God than the one which never looks to him in thankful acknowledgement. The more grateful we fix our minds on the supreme when good things come to us, the better things we will receive and the more rapidly they will come. And the reason simply is that the mental attitude of gratitude draws the mind into closer touch with the source from which the blessings come. If it is a new thought to you that gratitude brings your whole mind closer to harmony in the creative energies of the universe, consider it well and you will see that it is true. This is straight from Wallace Waddles right here. The good things you already have come to you along the lines of obedience to certain laws, gratitude will lead your mind along the way by which the things come and will keep you in close harmony with them and prevent you from falling into competitive thought. Gratitude alone will keep you looking towards the all and prevent you from falling in error of thinking and supply of limited. And do that, and, and do that would not fatal without uh, without problems or bother, um, bothering your hopes or damaging you in any way. I guess what he's putting in here is that, and it's it's only worded. It's saying that it will not uh, give you any problems, but you will be able to move beyond whatever your hopes are if you just keep your mind focused on the divine and the gratitude that you desire. There is a law of gratitude, and it is absolutely necessary that you should observe the law if you want to get the results that you seek. The law of gratitude is a natural principle that action and reaction are always equal and in opposite directions. The gratitude outreaching of your mind is thankful praise to the supreme, is a liberation of expenditure of force. It cannot fail to reach that which it is addressed, and the reaction is an instantaneous movement toward you. The grateful mind is constantly fixed on the best. Therefore, it tends to become the best. It takes form of character of the best and will receive the best. In other words, your mind can't be fixed in gratitude and something else. You can't say, well, I'm glad I got this, but it, you know, I think it could have been better. No, be grateful, be thankful and move forward. Don't pick it apart. It's telling you to just know that if it came to you, it's there to bless you. Also, faith is born of gratitude. The grateful mind continually expects good things and expectation becomes faith. The reaction of gratitude upon one's own mind produces faith. And every outgoing wave of gratitude or grateful thanksgiving increases the faith. He who has no feeling of gratitude cannot long retain a living faith. And without a living faith, you cannot increase your wealth or you will not increase 
that your supply that you desire because you have not given thanks to your source. That's what it's saying. It will not sustain you. We all see this. And they're saying that you will see it in the things in your outer life. It is necessary then to cultivate a habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes your way. He's saying develop an attitude of gratitude, which is what this is all about. And to stay in a uh, stand in giving thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. You are blessed if you have food in your refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep. You're richer than 75% of the people in the world. That's profound. If you have money in the bank, your wallet, and some spare change, you are among the top 8% of the world's most wealthy people. If you woke up this morning with more health than illness, you are more blessed than a million people who will not survive this week. If, you, if you've never experienced the danger of battle, the agony of imprisonment or torture, or horrible pains of starvation, you're luckier than 500 million people alive and suffering. Can you imagine that? If you can read, you are more fortunate than 3 billion people in the world who cannot read at all. And I'm going to say this right now. In our school system, they, they have stopped our children from doing cursive writing in, in uh, school. They're all printing now. And I had concern about it. I had concern about them not being able to do cursive writing. But in, in, in the, if you watch now, most of the children are printing their names they're not doing cursive writing like we did. And, and it, it gave me great concern because they can't sign their name. And there are certain documents you have to sign. But they can't read the cursive writing. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. I don't know if everybody's looking at it, but I saw it. If you woke up this morning with more health than illness, you're more blessed than a million people who not survived the week. That really got me right there. Okay? But know that God is blessing you right now. And whatever you're going through, God is your source. God is your source. First Chronicles 16 and 34 says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. So what are you grateful for? I asked you out there. You have so many things that you can write down that you're grateful for. Number one, you woke up this morning, you woke up breathing. Most of you are retired. And those that are not retired, you're blessed to have your families that are in good health and that are doing well. We are so blessed beyond measure. We are so blessed. Know that when one door closes, another will open. God is not going to abandon you. God is always there for you. God is the source of your supply. Know that gratitude is the key to a wonderful, blessed life. And so is the lesson, and so it is. Let's give Reverend Dorothy a round of applause. Thank you, Reverend Dorothy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I enjoyed your lecture very much. And you said so many crown things, so many profound things that we all know, but we had to bring our attention back to it because we know that gratitude means so much in our lives. And we know that gratitude just with the think, just thinking us from waking up in the morning and being able to breathe. 
And just being able to be in your right mind, that is so important, especially nowadays. And all I see on TV is mental health, mental health, mental health. We see so many people that don't have mental health. Thank you, God, for us having this mental health. It's so many things to be thankful for, so many things to have that gratitude for. So gratitude, keep that in mind as we go from day to day, from week to week. Just keep gratitude in mind as we will continue talk about gratitude for this entire month. So now we will have a music uh, selection. Tariq, You Can't Beat God Giving by Billy Preston. Thank you. 
can't beat God giving my very first day. And now, Reverend Watts, would you bless the offering, please? Yes, I will. Thank you. I want to first say thank you to all those that support AOL. I know that um, you just don't know how much you're appreciated, but I just thank you so much. And I know that the blessings that you're sending here are returned to you many, many times over. Thank you so much. Infinite divine presence, I just ask right here and right now that you surround the love and light of God around all of those that are here today. Bless each and every one of us. Lift us up and allow us to stand in your hand right now. We ask, Almighty God, that you just bless this offertory. We put love and light around each and every, each and every offering that is put before AOL. We know, God, you are blessing it, blessing each and every one of us. We give thanks for the divine blessings that are given to the Art of Living Church. I know that the Spirit of the Lord is moving through us right now. I know God is blessing the consciousness and the lives of those who support the growth and development of the AOL ministry. I just give thanks for the blessings of the Lord that are bestowed upon the church, and I just ask that they are sent out to those that give tenfold or greater, and bless those that have the consciousness but that are not financially able. I see them being able to support church. God bless them. I bless them. I see greater unfoldment for us all. As God so richly blesses our lives, we rejoice and stand in grace and gratitude. Let us all say amen. Amen. And so it is. And so it is. And I'd like to thank everyone for their donation to AOL. They are greatly appreciated. And now we will have Dr. Tyson Morris for the AOL virtual prayer. The AOL Virtual Prayer. The Art of Living Church is a learning environment which we develop to unfold through the teaching of the universal principle of love. We believe the ultimate goal of life to be a complete emancipation from all discord of every nature, and that this goal is sure to be attained by all. AOL is grateful to be connecting with people in Los Angeles, South Carolina, New York, and other surrounding states that I cannot even think of. We are grateful to have you on listening to AOL. I pray believing and knowing that every listener receives some type of transformative revelation through today's inspired lesson by our speaker, Senior Pastor Reverend Dorothy Watts. Her topic was living with an attitude of gratitude. Where do you stand? I believe that right action is now happening for those who received that message. The AOL family, the Art of Living members, and the guest listeners again, and every understanding your health, your finances, your love, family, and all of your endeavors. Where do you stand? The AOL family members are forever protected in this thing called life, members present or not present, until we meet again. And thank you for all who additionally, who are not AOL family members who listen today. We are grateful for you. And with great gratitude and a humble heart, I let this be so and I let this be done. And together we all say, and so it is. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Tyson, with that enthusiastic virtual prayer. And now we will call on Ms. Amanda Shipman for the Sunshine Committee. Good morning, AOL family. Good morning. Good morning. 
Condolences went out for Dr. Jan Brown and Audrey Phillips. Birthday celebration for the month of November. Alexina Hazard, November 8th. Lucille Anthony, November the 11th. Yolanda Holiday, November 14th. And Nathaniel Shipman, November 23rd. Happy birthday to all of the November birthdays from the AOL Committee, Amanda Shipman. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you. Everybody make note of these birthdays, okay? And now we will have uh, Reverend Cindy Clay for Cindy's Corner. Thank you and good morning. Good morning. Danny J. Bakewell Sr., born 1946 to present. He has become one of the most influential businessmen and social activists in our nation, blazing trails for others to travel. Danny J. Bakewell Sr. possesses the unique ability to bring diverse bodies of people together for the common good of their communities and the nation as a whole. His commitment to self-help, dignity, and respect for African-Americans has earned him the reputation as one of the most dynamic leaders in America today, in America today, according to the Los Angeles Times. Bakewell was born in New Orleans, Louisiana. After attending college in Arizona, he arrived in Los Angeles at the height of the civil rights movement, turbulent 60s, and the civil rights era that Bakewell started when he started down the path towards activism. Beginning as the director of new careers at UCLA, he combined academics with social consciousness, not being satisfied that his talents and energies were being fully utilized at UCLA. He moved on, became involved with the Black Congress, and out of that came the opportunity to head the Brotherhood Crusade. In 1974, he co-founded the National Black United Fund, which developed and, and pioneered a national philanthropic vehicle for communities that were either ignored or underserved by United Way. Under Bakewell's guidance and bold leadership, the Brotherhood Crusade has provided more than $50 million to community programs and services throughout Southern California. His trademark is his visceral commitment to serve as a voice for the voiceless. After the civil unrest in 1992, the rebuilding efforts set off a frenzy for construction jobs. Bakewell was there to make sure that African-Americans were not left out. He coined the slogan, if we don't work, nobody works. If we don't work, nobody works. He said, I want not just for myself, but for all to enjoy the fruits that this country has to offer. Thus, he is always out front on issues that others shy away from. And more recently, Bakewell led a coalition of community leaders and, and took on United Paramount, Paramount Network, forcing the cancellation of a primetime sitcom called The Secret Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer, a show that disrespected the memory of the slavery of black people. Thank you, Danny. He founded chairman of the African-American Unity Center, a multi-purpose service center. So whether he is funding the first shelter for battered women in East L.A., 
the Marcus Garvey School, the Challenges Boys Club, Boys and Girls Club, voter registration, the Brotherhood Crusade, with Bakewell at the helm takes the lead. As chairman of the Bakewell Company, one of the largest African-American-owned development companies in the United States, Bakewell brokers and heads multi-million dollar revitalization efforts in the cities of, of Los Angeles, Compton, Pasadena, and other California communities. In the mid-1990s, Ninety-eight Bakewell, through his company, Hearthorn Renaissance Plaza, donated $1 million to three community organizations in Hearthorn in Los Angeles. And on 10-21-23, he headed the 18th annual Taste of Soul Family Festival on Crenshaw and Obama Boulevard. That's off to Danny J. Bakewell. And so it is. That's it. Wow. Thank you, thank you, Cinderita, because I had yeah. no idea that he had done so many things. I knew he had done a lot of things, but you brought it to the forefront. Thank you so much for giving yeah. all of us this valuable information that we need to know about our black brother. Thank you. Yeah. And now we will have our closing song, which will be Say Amen by Howard Hewitt. Tariq.
Thank you, Tariq. And now, um, Reverend Watts, would you lead us with a closing prayer of protection? Thank you. I just want to say thanks to all of you. God bless you all. And I want to remind you that this is the month of Thanksgiving. Each day, I want you to think of one thing you're grateful for, one thing that you're thankful for. Give thanks for it and live in that consciousness in your truth. And so right now, we will say the prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. The light of God surrounds, the of God us. God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The love of, the God, love of, the love of God, God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The power of God, the power of God, the power of God protects, protects us. us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, wherever we are, wherever we are, God is. God, God, is. God is. And so it is. And, and so, so it is. is. So it is. One and all. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Watts. And I'd like to thank all the participants today. I'd like to thank Reverend Dorothy Watts for her wonderful, wonderful prayers and service that she gave us today. Practitioner Kenneth Morris for his prayer and reading. Yolanda Holiday for the announcements. Tariq Sahali for being the sound genius. Reverend Dr. Tizer for AOL virtual prayer. Miss Amanda Shipment for the Sunshine Committee. Reverend Cinderita Clay for Clay's Corner, and I'd like to thank Banks Franklin, who's coming up next. I'd like to thank everyone. Today was a wonderful service today. And next week, we will have Dr. Tyson Morris. And the third Sunday, we will have Kenneth Morris. So let's be sure to write that down and let's tune in. Now, if anyone would like to receive a practitioner session or have a family or friend who needs prayer, provide that information to Bess Franklin, our coordinator assistant. She is available at this time. Bess? No, I, I, I think she's not. But anyway, um, provide that information to her. She's given us her number each week, and her number is 310-293-4445. Five, seven, if you do have um, a request to have a prayer from one of the ministers or practitioners, okay? So thank you for this day. And if there's anyone who would want to remain after to make remarks, this is your time to do so. Thank you so much. And I'll start by saying 
I loved your lesson, Reverend Dorothy. It was great. I love the fact that you reminded us of so many things. And gratitude is something that we should think about all the time. Even though this is a month to concentrate on, we should think about this every day, all year, every day, all the time. Because gratitude, we should be thankful. Just the fact that we can be thankful. We can think that way. We can understand just, just for that fact. We should be thankful. So thank you so much for all the time and effort that you spent to bring us this lesson. And if there's anyone else who would like to say something, now is the time. Reverend Dorothy, this is Ken Morris. Good morning. Good morning. And I'd just like to thank you for your message today. Uh, your message is one of a reminder that we all should, should be thinking about because gratitude is something that a lot of us take for granted. And uh, there were several things you said, uh, you know, I wrote them down, but I'm not going to go through all of them. But you did say being grateful is the theme for ha having happiness in your life. We should all have gratitude in our life just for being able to see another day. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm and I'm one with the universal presence and we need to keep an attitude of gratitude, be open and receptive to the opportunities come our way. All of these things I think are very important. And thank you very much for bringing those things to light so that we can think about them more often in our lives than taking them for granted. So thank you for the message. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Yes, this is um, Ties. Y'all know me as all of them other names, but this is Ties. <laughs> <laughs> But ne nevertheless, uh, thank you, Reverend Dorothy, for your message, for an attitude of gratitude. Where do you stand? And um, one of the things that you mentioned is that, you know, to be grateful, to be grateful. And we know that blessings come in all shapes and forms. And one of the yes. things that I had been doing and I don't go around talking about because everybody do good things day to day is every morning when I get up, I do say things that I'm grateful for. And I do that every day. Yeah. And I realize that sometimes we can be blessed in other areas more strongly than others. Mm -hmm. You know, like um, I may be driving a new car, but I see somebody who's homeless, who's still healthy, whole and complete. They can see me. They could get up off the ground. They could drop their sign and come get the $5 that I gave them, and they can still see, they can still walk. So okay. nevertheless, you know, they're in a different situation because I may have my problems too, but I'm able to give to somebody's hope who's homeless, and they yes. have, they still can see, touch, smell, hear, and all of those things too. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, definitely an attitude of gratitude is good, and we all operate through weaknesses and strengths, but I hope that that we are all grateful for things that God has blessed us with. Even if somebody who has all of our senses can get up and walk to my car and receive $5. So I'm hoping that we are all grateful in some way, form, or fashion. Yes. Thank you. Hey. I'm down. Thank you, Tysa. Beautiful. Amen. Beautiful. Thank mm -hmm. you. Anyone else? Yes, this is Cindy. Good morning, Reb Cindy. Cindy. Morning, Reverend. Uh, uh, Reverend Dorothy, just thank you for the um, the nuggets that you dropped on us this morning, and and I I guess I'm always into what's going on um, 
around me and in in the in my world. Yes. But as a as a people, we just seem so ungrateful nowadays. But and I'm not being judgmental. I'm just saying what what I see. But I know that I have to concentrate on me. And uh, uh, I just be grateful for every every minute and uh, everything that that comes my way. But sometimes you forget. And but you can always pick that up again. But being grateful—that's all a part of living. Being thankful and grateful. We were taught that. That's one of the things our grandma, great grandma, everybody was teaching when 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 I came along. When we came, most of us came along, and. Uh, I try to keep that up and teach as I go along, um, well, especially with these young people. Um, they need to be taught to be thankful and grateful, not keep asking, 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 not grateful for what you have. So thank mm-hmm. you for that that lesson. We need it. Thank you, Reverend Cindy, for being We got to keep teaching. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Lenny. I'd like to um, thank you, Reverend Dorothy, for today's lesson. You did a great job, and I gave so much great information. I really like when you talked about um, when you feel like one great door has uh, closed, another great door is open. You just have to be aware and pay attention and take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of you. So. I want to tell you, I really love today's lesson, and you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you, Lenny. Love you. Thank you. Love you, too, honey. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Anyone else? If not, then we'll come. This concludes the lesson for today. So have a wonderful Sunday. Hello. Hello. Namaste. Oh, hi, hi, Devin. Hi, practitioner Robert. Namaste. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, so maybe I might still been on mute here, but uh, again, it's it's a blessing to be with the family this morning. But most of all, my sister, it's always a pleasure and always heart feeling to hear you come with your lesson because you come with the true spirit. And as you stated clearly like Psalm 118 is your favorite scripture, let's be glad in it. And as First Thelonian is my first and most profound scripture of First Thelonian 518, give thanks to all things and it be given back to us. And as Tiza said, I get up every morning and give thanks even when, you know, the challenge is there. I just give thanks every day that I'm able because when you look at your scripture that you had today in Psalm 100, you know, enter, give thanks and enter into the gate of thanksgiving. That means, therefore, I'm going to come into a true spirit when I enter into the Father. And then into that, when I give praise, I am truly thankful and given the awareness to that I am truly into the gate of this Thanksgiving. And the lesson that you came with is say that you're standing in your truth. Stand. When you're standing in the truth, you are given grace and appreciation 
to that that you know is a high awareness and understanding in your livelihood. And, of course, you said, and Dr. Holmes, as he said, that gratitude is, is your heaven. So he's saying your gratitude is at your highest. And knowing that, that gratitude is essential to your creative conscious for your good. And without that appreciation, without that thankfulness, you cannot live in a true flow of life. And because if you understand and appreciate it and give thanks to it, you really gather and be collective of this true awareness that you are seeking towards your vision, your goal, and your pathway. And again, I'm not going to preach here, but I'm just telling you, my sister, thank you. Thank you for the lesson. Thank you for the lesson, as usual. And as Lenny said, one door open, one door closed, the other open. Just like the ladies, she was cooking and, and serving at her highest there, and she her cooking opened up another door for her. But I'm just saying so many opportunities are there, and they can open up opportunities as long as we be sincere, truthful, and honest and stand, and stand in our true spirit. And thank you for the lesson. Blessing. Namaste. Love you, love you, love you. I get that over to you before today, uh, before uh, today or tomorrow. Okay, love you much. You know what I'm saying. Yes. Thank you, my brother. Thank you for being here. Give Linda my love and the family. Yes, thank my sister. So yes. yes. So much. Bless. God bless. So if that's it for today, thank you everyone for your participation. Thank you everyone for being a part of AOL. And this ends the service. Namaste. Yes. Thank you. Namaste, everybody. Bye-bye. Hey, my brother. Blessing to you and the family and mom. You guys are my parents and in my heart. Okay. Thank you very thank much. You. Yes, my brother. And blessing to you and Kaiser and your mother. God thank bless you. you all. I put love and light around you all. Thank you so much for everything. I send love and light. Have a wonderful day. To you, I see... Um, um, Georgia Brown is out here. God bless you, Miss Georgia Brown. God bless you, uh, Miss Brenda Miller. God thank you. And I see, um, I'm trying to see, I know Reverend Cindy is here. I hope she sticks around for a minute. God bless you. And I put love and light around and I bless Miss Amanda Shipman and Nate. I send love and light to them and the family. I am um, trying to know all the numbers. Dan Miner, I know you're here. I send love and light I'm to here. you. God bless you. <laughs> Dan, Dan, bless you too, my brother. Okay. Um, I think I see, I said Reverend Cindy, and there's another number, Sheila Mitchell. God bless you, Sheila. Oh. I think you left me. I send love and light to you and the family. I bless everyone. Tariq and the family, I send love and light to all of you. God bless you. Have yes. a great week. Just remember, look for one thing every day to be thankful for, and it will move your day in a positive way. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. God bless everybody. God bless. Okay. okay. God bless you. God bless. Reverend Cindy, are you there? Yes. Okay. Did you check for me? Did Did it come? Did you see anything? No. I. I. I mm -mm. Nope. No. No. Because I looked at the date. I sent that on the, the um, it was earlier, 
when I talked to you, I looked at mm. the date. Reverend Jones took me to the post office. I mailed that from the Westchester post office. So you should have had mm. it by now. And nothing's yeah. come back to me. Why don't I um, check tomorrow's mail? Because I just checked last night and I uh, checked earlier this morning too, and I don't. I don't. Okay, well, let me know because if you yeah, don't get it, I cancel it and do something else, okay? Okay. Because I know nobody's cashed it because I checked that last night. Yeah, it's just probably not, hasn't been delivered. You know, the mail is kind of crazy these days. That's what they tell me. I see that nobody's getting anything timely like they should. Yeah. But I'm praying that, that you get it tomorrow. Please let me know, okay? Because if not, I'm going to cast with you next time. I'll let you know for sure. Okay? Okay. We'll work out lunch or something, but we'll get together and work this out. Okay, dear. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Give my love to the family, okay? Oh, how's your son-in-law, by the way, before I let you go? He's doing real good. He's, he's, he's coming along. Yeah. Tell him well, I lost him, well, him, okay? Well, take care of the family. God bless you all. I'm gonna shut it down now, okay? All right, thank bye you. Bye bye, dear. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye, dear.